Hello and welcome to the Switchboard podcast. Switchboard is a one-stop resource hub for refugee service providers in the United States. With the support of the Office of Refugee Resettlement, we offer resources, learning opportunities, research, and technical assistance on resettlement-related topics. My name is Margaret Gibbon, and I'm Switchboard's Program Officer for Learning and Knowledge Management. Today, we're coming to you with a very special episode. Switchboard Director Jason Chrislip recently sat down with Maryland State Refugee Coordinator Augustin Nahabagani-Mana for a StoryCorps interview. The interview was an opportunity for Augustin to share his story about his early life in Rwanda and the Democratic Republic of Congo, being a refugee in the United States, his road to becoming a state refugee coordinator, and the people who helped him along the way. You'll find the full conversation between Jason and Augustine at StoryCorps.org, but we're sharing a short excerpt on the Switchboard podcast. Let's tune in partway through Augustine's response to this prompt from Jason. Tell me about how you got into your line of work. After finishing my graduate school, um, I, I did my graduate, graduate uh, studies in public administration. Um, I remember going to my, uh, before entering into the program, I had to go to interview with the dean of school at the University of New Hampshire uh, as to why I wanted to um, do a master's degree in public administration. Um, and I told um, it is something that has stuck with me. I told them uh, that I wanted to be a state refugee coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was my whole reasoning for going to a gra- to grad school. Um, so when I moved to Maryland uh, to work for IRC, um, you know, as you you remember, I was yes. a program manager yep. mm-hmm. uh, and then a deputy uh, executive director f- uh, for programs. Um, then I left that job to go to be a state refugee coordinator. So. Job. <laughs> so I'm looking at the timeline. So when did you when did you finish your MPA program? Uh, in um, 20, 2012, so December 2012. So just to be clear, within ten years, or sorry, within twelve years of arriving, you arrived, no high school diploma, no English. Twelve years later, MPA. Correct. That's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was it was it was hard, uh, particularly trying to do it, you know, while working at this, you know, at the same time. Um, but you know, I realize that's not really unique to me. Most a lot of people in the U.S. work and go to school at the same at the same time. Um, it's true, but that doesn't make it easy. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Thank you. When you were when you were a child, though, yeah. you think back. Maybe you're like 12 years old. Yeah. What did you want to be when you grew up? You know, um, it's a tough question because um, my, so my brother um, w- was a, um, what do you call it, headmaster, but more like a, 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 princ- like a principal of a mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so think of thing about a line of work, that, that's kind of what I always kind of aspired, aspired to. Um, I think um, in the mix of the war and 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 and, and um, fleeing um, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, um, life became about surviving just day by day. Um, like nobody, you know. Sometimes I try to um, think about what, um, you know, when I reflect back. Um, while 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 we're in, in the Congo, I, I really. In, sometimes it's hard for me to remember timelines during that time because sure. nobody was keeping track. Number one, we didn't have a watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. Uh, but number two, you really just 
um, surviving day by day that time doesn't matter anymore. Right. You know, because in, in many cases we were walking day and night, day and night. Like there was no difference between night and day because you were always walking, um, you know, in mud and rain and um, trying to find where you can eat. When you find it, you wake up in, uh, you know, you might sleep, it's raining. Um, you know, you have, um, you know, like a plastic to wrap yourself around so that, you know, you, you don't get wet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just keep walking, keep going, keep going. So there was really not for like at least a period from like 19... 96 to probably until I arrived in the U.S., there was not time to think about what I wanted to do when, um, you know, um, I grow up. So so essentially, you know, when I arrived, that's kind of when, you know, the, I mean, this, um, you know, thinking about school and what I wanted to, to grow up really kind of started happening again after arriving in the U.S. I mean, I guess like the first year was really kind of good. I mean, I knew I wanted to go to school upon arrival because mm-hmm. um, probably because that's something that, you know, my father thing instilled uh, in, in, in me um, pretty much. Um, but in terms of what I wanted to really do when I grow up, I, I you know, I figured out that out as I went. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That concludes the excerpt from Augustine's story. You can listen to the full interview between Augustine and Jason via StoryCorps. Please note that the full audio story contains graphic descriptions of war, violence, and persecution. You'll find the StoryCorps link in this podcast description. And as always, you can learn more about Switchboard at www.switchboardta.org.